everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today, we will be heading to the docks to discuss the tiny little game called Harbor, or Scott Holmes's Harbor, uh, which is... <laughs> I just noticed on the box that's one of those games where they have like the designers with a uh, possessive oh, yeah, with the, the apostrophe, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with a possessive apostrophe above it, which I always, I, I don't know, I always find that silly. <laughs> when they it's like it. when they have movies and then they they add like the director's name in front of it. <laughs> yes, Richard Linklater presents <laughs> Richard Linklater's. <laughs> it's like God. Okay, cool. <laughs> I knew he directed it, and now he's you know he's possessing it. But uh, yes, this is designed by Scott Alms, uh, artist. Uh, uh, two artists, Max Holiday and Rob Lundy, were uh, did the artwork on it, and then uh, Tasty Minstrel is the publisher of this little game. Uh, yeah, this game is uh, has a, a distinction. I, I one of the things that really caught my eye about this game is is literally the box art caught my eye. I really like. I think it's Max. Holiday. I could be totally wrong. I'm like, yeah, it's Max Holiday's. I think he's the primary on it because it's. It seems like his art style is very much dominant for this game. Um, and I just, I really enjoy the art of this, the art style of this game. And I remember being. Uh, that's what kind of made me intrigued about it initially. Is it just looks really good. And uh, this game is a has an interesting market mechanism in it. And a couple interesting aspects to it for such a small game. So before we get too far to that, you want to do a quick rules run through on actually how the heck you even play this thing? Uh, no, I would. No, yes, yes, of course I will. <laughs> not uh, today. <laughs> not today. You're not getting me this time. Uh, all right. So the way the game works is in the in the center. There's going to be a market that determines the prices of everything. Well. Yes, it determines how much you can sell of things, not the prices of everything, because everything's the same price, essentially. Uh, but uh, then a, there's a deck of cards, and these cards represent buildings, and at the beginning of the game, there will be three more than the number of players. So in a two-person game, there'll be five cards out, uh, indicating the buildings that are there. These buildings are both actions and the things you want to get during your turn, because they are worth victory points. Uh, and each uh, player starts with their own little player pawn that they can use to take different actions on the buildings. And they also start with their own little uh, player board sheet that indicates their special actions they can take and also how much they have of all the four resources. Uh, this is a game where you're going to be building up your resources to sell, to buy buildings, and the game will end once uh, so one player has purchased their, and the way they say in the rules, is their fifth building because your starting sheet is your own building so really when you purchase four but you have five so that, that it's four it's four no one's <laughs> considering the first one as a building really uh the different types of resources there's stone wood livestock and fish uh, and as mentioned before that marketplace what it is is each of those goods uh is is worth a certain amount if you have a certain amount so the, it's it's kind of funny i don't know how it works in the real world like thematically how it is but one of the resources if you have two of them you will get two coins at least two of them you will get two 
coins. Uh, if you have at least three of them, you'll get three coins. If you have at least four of it, you'll get four coins. And if you have at least five of some other resource, you get five coins. So if the uh, livestock is in the five position, you could, if you have five or more of them, sell all of that good uh, to get five coins. So for example, if you had six livestock uh, and it, it was in the marketplace as a fiver, uh, you could sell it, all six of those, for five coins. Uh, so basically, on a turn, what's going to happen is you're going to uh, basically take your player pawn and place it on one of the buildings or your home building or some building that someone else owns because any building someone else owns, you can still go there uh, and you do the action on it. And all of the buildings have weird actions that usually give up some resources to gain resources. Some of them will adjust the marketplace. So it might be like shift one of like any good you want up and shift all of them down type of a thing. Uh, or it could be something where it's buy a building. Uh, everyone on their own player thing has the option to buy a building, but there are some that allow you to do something where it's like, oh, gain a stone and buy a building. Or, you know, swap out one of resource for another resource and buy a building, uh, which helps you save a bit of time if you can manage that. Uh, and when you buy buildings, you basically say, oh, I'm going to be selling these different goods. You shift them down on the marketplace because there's two positions. There's an upper position which just indicates, hey, this is how much it's worth. When you move it down, it indicates you've used that good and it's sold. Uh, and then things kind of like shift cyclically. So any goods that weren't sold will bump up to the highest position so if you didn't sell say wood wood would then be worth five uh if you, not worth five it's you can sell five it's again <laughs> a weird marketplace and yeah. then all the things that you did sell will uh loop around and so the thing that was the lowest price will then become the highest price of the ones that you sold it it, it makes sense when you look at it but it's it, Thematically, it makes no sense whatsoever, and I'll never understand it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so you sell those goods to buy those buildings. Each building is usually worth slightly, I think slightly less, or I can't remember, slightly less than what you paid for it. So, for example, uh, if you spent $11, it might be worth 13 victory points at the end. Although it's possible if you spend 6 bucks, it could be worth 6 victory points at the end. Uh, and this continues to go around and around. Uh, if you happen to use a building that someone else owns, you owe them a good, and you can choose which good that you owe them. So if, say, for example, I used my neighbor's um, uh, stock market to do stuff, then I could get any resources I need and then either before or afterwards say, I'm going to give you a fish. Uh, now you can usually uh, do this in a way that is less beneficial for them. So for example, if they already have six livestock, which is the maximum amount you can have for any good, uh, you can be like, oh, I'm going to give you a livestock. And that means you gain nothing, uh, which is what you usually want to try and do. And this keeps going around and around until again, I said someone has purchased four buildings uh, and it will it's an even turn game. So the person who is to the right of the start player will have the last turn and whoever's the most victory points at the end will win the game and there we go oh there are a few other things you can do i think there's uh there's four bonus cards where you can shuffle them up and hand them one to each player and then you can score you can they basically have bonuses saying oh if you have four extra fish at the end of the game you gain you know three points or depending on how much fish you have so basically one of the cards is a fish bonus one's a livestock bonus so you want to have left over of that good at the end if you can 
But other than that, that's the whole game. And that's it. Uh, yeah, real quick, I did want to mention, I, didn't, I don't think I, I did not, I know I did not uh, kind of touch on exactly what the theme, uh, overall theme is. Basically, you are a, <laughs> you're shipping goods, gathering and shipping goods in, in, at this, at literally a harbor, but the harbor is set in like a fantasy uh, world. So uh, there's a lot of orcs just running around, just like, you know, lifting crates, uh, working on ships. Uh, everyone's kind of working on ships, working towards a bit bustling little harbor setup. And uh, these buildings are shops that are, you know, you would see on a boardwalk or something like that. So theme wise, it's, I love the, one of the things I love about this game is the, the, like it feels really alive the art style and i want to correct another thing real quick uh it was rob lundy not <laughs> it was uh rob lundy not max holiday who i um they're both good artists but rob lundy's art style is the dominant art style here where he has very like cartoony um but very expressive bright uh characters and i really really love his art style and it comes through here and it's so quirky the some of the buildings are very silly and it's just there the art itself is funny and engaging but anyway yeah so you really get a feel that this is a bustling alive harbor um full of fantasy creatures but they're not doing anything amazing and awe-inspiring they're just like working <laughs> they're just doing their job i mean the octopus of the sushi shop is a common card that um, if people, you'll see if you look up this game. That's probably one of the images that'll pop up. It's just an octopus chopping up other fish, making sushi. But he just looks great. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's a uh, uh, the there's a cartographer card, which is actually Rob Lundy's uh, self portrait, I believe. Um, that look, it's just a giant orc leaning over a drafting table, and it's supposed to be. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be him. He drew himself in the game, but. Uh, I love the artwork in the game. I think that's one of the things that comes through immediately is how well and tight the artwork is. And I think it does feel to theme in the fact that it, you really, it does get a sense, you, you know, it really does do a good job of feeling like you're, um, you know, you're, you're using these buildings abilities to craft a little plan around shipping to the most uh, efficient way possible for you to get more stuff. And then, you know, ship is, you know, you're not wasting your shipping um, opportunities at, at any time. Um, yeah, because the the strategy in the game is to use things efficiently. It's not so much to yes. just have a lot of money. It's to do it so that oh, I'm selling my livestock at five when I have five. Because if I have right. an extra, I'm wasting it. It's, it's just gonna go to waste. Um, there are ways to kind of mitigate that fact because there are uh, little symbols that are on cards, and some of the start players have little symbols. So some of the symbols just give you a discount of a coin. Some of them will get you extra resources when you take actions. Um, there are ones that will prevent you from having to pay goods to people if you use their buildings. Or there are ones that allow you to keep certain resources afterwards. Um, and then the other thing that can also change thing is each player has their usually has some sort of special starting ability that they have for the rest of the game. So it might be something where it's like, oh, you just always get to keep one good every time you sell something or you get to keep all your goods or you get a discount or if you spend more on a building than you should have, you can get a discount later on or you can yeah. uh, ignore certain symbols, things like that. Yeah. Um so what was your uh how what, what player counts did you play this with? I've only played it at 2. Yeah, me too actually. You? Yeah. No, I yeah, haven't played I, it with I, more people. Yeah. Here's here's my question for you. Um when you played, what did you always have the person who started the game were they always the winner? 
Um, you know, I can't, I don't, I'm trying to remember who started our games. <laughs> um, I think there is a definite, there is a definite power balance there for sure, because this game is pretty tight and, you know, I like this game better than the the last time that we've discussed this, but it's still like, it's definitely not my game. It's a good game, I would say. It's well designed, but there's something, I don't know, it just feels like a little too tight. And the f- constantly fluctuating marketplace is a really cool mechanism, but it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. At the same it's time. It's an interesting maximum. But yeah, it's because like the person, it's one of those games where everything kind of in a lockstep where it's just like oh i i have just enough resources to sell to buy something and the thing is if you're at that point the player is like one step behind you as well because right most of the cards like even if there's one card that like stands out you can't ever take the same action on the same card because right. you're you always have to go to some different building and you can never go to a building that someone else is already on so it's it's one of those things where if there's a really good card you're just going to kind of be hopping back and forth between it and so you're kind of both building up your economy about just as fast and it's it's kind of unavoidable because all all, all of the actions are pretty much always available and if they're not wait a turn and they will be available so there's no right. way to like take a different path than someone if there's a really good path to take everyone's going to take it especially in a two-player game where it's like oh yeah i know that will be available whereas i think in a three or four person game even though i haven't played it i feel like it would kind of even out or either make it way unbalanced but the other thing is that since everything is so lockstep as i I mentioned as soon as someone sells to buy a building that screws with the market it changes what everything can be sold at how much you need in order to sell things so if say for example wood was the thing that's going to get you the most money and you therefore needed the most of it to do it if you sell before the person going after you they probably if they weren't paying attention have built up the wood themselves and so now they have a bunch of wood that if they sell it now they've lost a bunch of wood or the thing that is now sold at five and I'm putting finger quotes around that uh, <laughs> is now maybe it's it's maybe it's it's stone and they're like I only have two stones so I can't even use stone to buy something and so you you're either like going well I have to buy something to keep up and so you buy something slightly cheaper or it's just it's kind of weird in that way and even if you could plan ahead and be like oh well I know they're going to be selling wood so I won't build up wood it's possible they might see you doing that and be like, well, I just won't sell the wood. I have everything else. I just won't sell the wood. I'll keep those things. And now you're still, you know, kind of like hanging out to dry because I I knew what you were like. The first person has this huge power of I can totally mess with the market way more than you can. Uh, right. Although right. I did mention there are buildings that allow you to manipulate the market. Not always. There, there isn't always a card that's just like manipulate the market. And if there is, yeah. then everyone's just going to manipulate the market until someone can pull something off. And it's just like, great, this is kind of irritating. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing about this game is like, I, I, there's a lot of parts that I really like about it, but then I keep being annoyed. <laughs> I keep like... <laughs> You know, there's 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 games where you're going to have someone kind of usurp what you were going to do or block you. But that's a good way of putting it is that it's it's kind of that lockstep thing where it's like what you did. I was just about to do always. 
And so, or I, you know, it's, so it's kind of this frustrating, this like, ah, all right, well now the resources are all shifted. So I've got to completely change my strategy, um, to adjust to that. And then I don't know, I, I, I have to say I was a little bit more prepared for that. This player, these, the series of playthroughs, um, and actually, I do want to play this again because did you guys use any of the specific player? Did you use the generic player abilities or did, or player boards, or did you use the one you know on the flip side? There's um, the special uh, like yeah, there's like special yeah. We always use the special ones. We never use okay. the generic like everyone has basically the same abilities. We all had right. special abilities every time. Were you playing with the generic ones? We were just playing with the generic ones because I like. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure. It'd been a while since I played this game, and then Shelly, Shelly didn't really remember it either. And so we just played most. We played with those, and I kind of wonder if those are just too flat. Like it's it's those player abilities seem like they would add at least something extra to the game that gives you a little bit more uniqueness in your style of play. They definitely make things unique, but I have a problem with the player abilities as well. This is my other okay. huge gripe with this game, is that depending the the way they indicate for you to do it is if you're going to use the special player powers, you shuffle them up and give each player two, and they pick which one they want. Um, but there are some ones that are just flat out way better than other ones. Uh, I think the sure. w- most like game-breaking one which liz ended up getting like twice uh is the one called bookkeeper which basically here's the special power it's when buying a building keep any excess goods that would normally be lost oh jeez. which like that's That's the whole like thing of the game is like all right i need to kind of strategize how i'm gonna get these resources so that i get just enough of each this power just makes it so it's like i don't have to worry about that just gain whatever gains me the most resources gain those resources and i i I can always make a change you never have to worry and so it's just like when like the first time we played and it was she had the bookkeeper and i had i don't know some other thing that was like a a penny pincher and the clockwork tradesman or something like that it was like yeah she was just Oh, I'll, I'll just buy it. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we're good. And I have all, like, after she bought something, she would have tons of resources to buy something even sooner. I think right. she beat me by, like, I she had double the points I did at the end of the game. She had, like, four buildings. I had two buildings. It was like, all right, well, yeah. I I'm, By the end of it, I was literally going, just buy a building. Can you buy a building so we can end this game? She's like, I, sorry, I can't yet. I'm <laughs> not quite there yet. I will be able to next turn. So I'm like, great. That's that's lovely. <laughs> put me out of my misery, thanks. <laughs> Please put me out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's an interesting. It it is interesting because there is those un, uh, unbalances and and frustrations in it for sure. I de- I definitely don't think this is. I don't know. It's not. I don't know what it is. Like, what do you think it is? Do you think they they like could have play tested it more, or they were wanted this in balance and that's kind of part of the fun or maybe like you were saying it drastically changes with uh additional players i will say on board game geek the ideal player count that people say is two so i I know i i kept that like the entire time i was playing i'm like oh this has got to be better with like three or four players and then i like that's what i did i went on board game geek and i looked i'm like best with two i told my wife that she's like no that can't be right (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
because there's a lot like i said there's a lot of like about it i really i like the art scheme it, i of course that doesn't have to do with gameplay but it, it does i like that fluctuating market is so cool but it does feel like there's just something off about the pace of it or maybe it's not balanced as well with the power cards offsetting how annoying that can be because it is a race to 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 sell and then or once you do that and it shifts the market it's so drastic of a strategy change that you need to do um that it's just like whiplash <laughs> you know yeah. and i mean you could plan for it like you could be like okay they're probably going to do that so i'm going to get ready with this and then i can do that but still it's it's uh i don't know it just it's a it's a it's like a disruption that's almost too disruptive yeah it's it's a weird thing i think like I mean, if not that I'm a game designer or anything, but I feel like it would be slightly better if I don't know, like you had a bit more control over what you knew other people were going to use as resources. Because sometimes it's like you look at the other player and they're like they could sell any of those resources. They have the ability to sell all four of them and not waste anything and still buy any building. So I don't know what they're going to sell. So I don't know what to plan for. Like it's right. it's hard it's hard to make a plan about, oh, I know what the marketplace may or may not look like if they can literally do anything at any time and it's just like, well, then I just kind of have to take a random guess and even then they can sell whatever they want to make it the worst outcome for you. And so I, I I feel like if there was some mechanism where, say for example, you could only ever sell two goods, then it could be like, well, I know they're probably gonna sell those because everything's worth this much. Or at the very least, I can count on having some money after they go because they can only sell two things. Or or you know, some sort of plan like something like that. But then that sure. would have to re- that would require buildings being cheaper or the, the goods being worth more or something like that. I'm not really sure how that would work. Uh, I, I don't know, but it, I, there has to be some sort of like through line, some sort of consistency or else it's it's kind of madcap and I don't yeah. like that. The, the thing this kind of reminds me of and only in that sense is it it kind of reminds me of Munchkin just a little bit because right. yeah, Munchkin, totally. it has that thing of Oh, like there's no real strategy to winning. It's just everyone kind of like builds up and builds up and then eventually someone gets close to winning and then you just attack them and then whoever just happens to be lucky enough to have no one like attack them when they're about to win. Like as soon as everyone's exhausted of their cards to stop people, that's when you can win. This doesn't play exactly like that, but it has the same feeling of all right, well, you know, it's it's so zany. There's nothing I really I can do about it. It's it's just going to yeah. happen. I I I'm just going to have to hope for the best and, you know, go out there and do it. That's and I think maybe that's the vibe they were going for because, you know, the art is 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 interesting. I honestly the art is definitely better than uh in Munchkin, but it kind of has that cartoony feel of okay, sure. this is kind of a zany marketplace, weird things are happening, you know, but you can't really plan for much. Let's just go and do it. And so I feel like it's kind of getting at that vibe, but I'm not a huge fan of Munchkin to begin with. Right. So oh yeah. I don't know. I don't like Munchkin either. Yeah, no, I find Munchkin really annoying. <laughs> I know a lot of people love it, but I just find it so frustrating for that exact reason you just said. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's the secret of this game is to play it just like 
loosey goosey like all right man what happens will happen i'm just gonna have fun choosing these cool build the fun buildings that i want to mess around with and that actually sounds kind of fun so i wonder if that is the point of it i I learned about this game because it was on what the tabletop with will wheaton and when i watched that i'm like oh they look like they're having fun you know they were they were more getting into it like they were getting into the characters and like i think one of them was a witch and they you know they you know they kind of play acted it they're all actors so they're just like getting into it like if the, if they were a goblin they'd be like oh i'm a goblin and i'm doing this and i'm gonna you know <laughs> and it's so it, it it seemed more entertaining but i knew game wise i'm looking and going yeah i still don't know if i'd enjoy the game but they definitely seemed like they were enjoying themselves uh right. and i i enjoyed watching them play it i had no problem <laughs> watching them play it but Game wise, I'm like, I don't know if I want to play that game. And after playing it, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to play that game. I want to enjoy it more. It, as you say, the art makes it look really enjoyable, but mechanics wise, it just kind of falls flat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I wonder. I wonder if. Let's see. So Scott Alms, I'm trying to think. I wonder what other games. So Scott Alms, and if you guys don't know, is one of the things he's probably most known for is his series of uh, tiny epic games. He's done all those games, and there's a lot of really great tiny, tiny, tiny epic games. And so you kind of, I kind of wonder, is like, was Harbor one that he would have? Like, I wonder. I'd be curious to know what his thoughts are today. If he, looking back now, that he's <laughs> got so much more under his belt, if he would be like, I would change a few things, or if, like you said, that's exactly what he was going for. He wanted that feel, because um, it, it. I don't know. For the type of game it is, you expect something different, and l- like less madcap free for all, and, and so maybe and that's what's in the is- way. Yeah, I, I have no problem with games that are madcap free-for-alls. I think we're going to eventually be discussing another game that's that's the name of the game, basically. Uh, but I it's I think it's too long for a game like that. It's a game where it's yeah. just like, it's, it goes on a bit. It's, this game lasts, what, like 30 minutes tops? But that's... Uh, yeah, for, yeah. For, for a game where you're like, all right, halfway through it, you're like, all right, I already know you're going to win it sitting around for 15 minutes waiting for someone to just win it already is kind of irritating or at the very least even if you don't know you're going to win it you, or you don't know who's going to win it you know you're not going to be that person who wins it is a little <laughs> right. still a little irritating right right because i we played it and every time i played it i lost but i was never first player and then we switched around i was first player my wife is like yeah this kind of this game kind of stinks when you're not in the winning position like there's no, I, I'm, every time she went she's like none of these buildings have anything that I really want to do and after you did that there's nothing like I can do things but I'm still a step behind you because you just sold that and now I can't buy anything right now like it's kind of irritating like when you get to the last move of the game it's like oh it's my turn to make the last move because they already bought four both times we couldn't buy anything so it's not like we could even do like uh well at least i can do that no it's like my turn is like i'm not even going to do my turn there's nothing to do on my turn because right. i'm not going to get any victory points both of us were like well there's nothing to do on this turn i can't buy anything because you messed up the market too much this is just great what 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 a lovely capper <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i don't know and maybe it's just not for us i don't or not the not not in line with our 
play style, but because uh, I don't know, I, it's not terrible by any means, but it's it does it just con- consistently gets like frustrating. <laughs> it just feels like it's like, and uh, I don't know, I don't know. Harbor's an enigma. I've I'm when we we're gonna review it again, uh, <laughs> are we gonna talk about it? I was like, yeah, I haven't played Harbor in a while. I you know I'd like that. I like the vibe of that game, and then replaying it, I'm like, okay, now I remember why I was, was kind of annoyed by this game. <laughs> so, all right, let's get into some. Uh, if you're, if this is your game, and uh, you're gonna take it out, and um, uh, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna take it out with you. There you go. Full stop. Take it out. Um, Harbor has, I don't know, it's not a small table layout because you've got. You've got all these little boards, and then you've got the building cards, and then you have the market, and then that's uh, that's about it. So you have player board, your buildings, market buildings, and then the market itself with the goods. So it's not terrible. I mean, in front of you, you you don't have you have that the player board and the buildings, and then the market itself isn't that big, and the market of goods is just a little cardboard board it's not a you know not full size by any means so it's actually not bad for taking it out i'd say it's it's pretty good um yeah it's can... it's pretty decent size like we went to a pizza place and even though we were on a pretty large table like there was plenty of room with the pizza there and there was there was a lot of space. There was never a time where like, oh, we need to shift these pieces over and these need to no. Like even if we were on a table half the size we were on, we would have still been perfectly fine. This is not I don't think it's 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 pretty small. Pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. And it and the like the box is small, it it's totes and carries easily, so it's it checks off a lot of boxes in that sense where at just for taking out and being easy to take out and not like not a not bunch of stuff you're going to knock over easily uh, outside of the um resource market those little uh, tile things are which are pretty cool you're, you might knock those over but those aren't that's not really that bad uh okay what else uh, so uh even though i don't know i'm kind of going back i was gonna discuss like can you talk over this game i kind of think that's probably not a strength of it because i feel like <laughs> maybe it's just the two playing it two player but i feel like you kind of get in your own i mean it's quick ish but it but it's also you're kind of it be slowly becomes like you're trying to figure out the puzzle and the joke is there is no answer <laughs> so <laughs> and so you kind of like but you still endlessly are spiraling trying to figure out the best options within a sudden new set of circumstances and so i feel like i guess if you could you played it loosely you could converse over this but i don't think it lends itself to it as much as you might expect a game yeah i don't think it does i i mean possibly if you're not if if no one's really paying attention to anything going on in the game which is i'm like (laughs) why are you why are you playing the game then yeah i think i think there still has to be part of you going all right like you're still looking and you're always paying attention to what everyone else is doing is because it's like all right what like a lot of the time you're just going what of these buildings is the best building to go to like what what is going to maximize what i'm trying to do like i need to get these certain resources in order to buy anything you know you're you're spending a lot of time just looking at what options you have because you usually have like six or seven options to do and it's like i don't know maybe this one maybe that one i i, I don't know cuz 
it's it's hard to tell. And so spending like every time I was both of us were either like looking and going, hmm, uh, uh, maybe this, maybe that. Uh, and it's just like kind of frustrating. And I think the frustration is taking away from the conversation is all. It's just like that. Uh, yeah. The conversation is this is the conversation we would always have. Yeah, I'm not really liking anything I got going here. That was our conversation yeah. most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me neither. I don't like it either. Wait, no, I did something. Well, now I like mine. And it was both of us. Both of us. Even even the person that was winning was always just like, yeah, I really don't like my options. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those weird things where, you know, there's not a mechanism in it that you feel like you're getting. I mean, you're collecting buildings, I guess, but you're not, you're not feeling like you're getting really like a foothold on the game you still always feel like yeah. you're kind of at, at, on the razor's edge of of coming in second or losing or losing your foothold you already have but um yeah i guess the conversation would just be you announcing what you're doing and a lot of like oh god come on oh, like that <laughs> kind of like you know munchkin does the same thing where you're kind of like oh it's a lot of a, a lot of camaraderie camaraderie and outrage <laughs> over the outrage i guess so yeah, so I guess if you want more of a th- if you're more of a gamer that wants more of a thinking game, a thinker, then this would probably fit that mold. But based upon the artwork and what it appears to be from not from the out from just looking at the game, it's definitely not uh, as loose of a game as you might expect. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, so I would say your mom would definitely not like this. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even close. Not even close. All right, let's see. What else could we say about Harbor? Well, who would like it? And I think I kind of mentioned this, or at least alluded to it. Uh, I think the people who are going to enjoy this game are people that will like really get into the the world of it, just kind of like yeah. role play it. If 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 when you play things like um, what is that, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham, which I sure. feel like every time I play Sheriff of Nottingham, you can't help but trying to do a fake English accent and like. <laughs> Every time I, it's just, if 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 you're like the type of person that will go even beyond that and like dress up, you might actually <laughs> like Harbor. If you're if you're really going to get into the character, I can see you enjoying this. Or at the very least, I don't mind watching you play this game because I think I would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that's it. Or if you really like Munchkin, you might like mm-hmm. this game or or maybe like a mix of both. Uh, if you don't mind spending 30 minutes doing something where it's just like, I don't know, it's just for the heck of it, although I think there are better games you could play for just the heck of it, but I think that's kind of where I'm going. You have any ideas on that fact? Um, no, I kind of agree with that. I I think those that's spot on. I feel like if you if you're someone who really likes to embody the world or get into the world of it and have fun with that, and that would kind of loosen up the pressure on you as a player because you're kind of enjoying, yeah. Just being in the harbor, and that because because yeah. that's the thing is like the buildings are quirky and they're fun, and like the lighthouse is a jar of um, lightning bugs, but like some little <laughs> elf is put in there. I mean, it's such a cute, quirky, weird art art in this game. It's really funny to imagine yourself there. So I think that's definitely a a good way to play, or someone who who would like it. And also, like you said, I, a Munchkin player would probably enjoy this. So I, it's just one of those games that I just feel like. It's just like okay, this is not this isn't bad by any means, but I just feel it's, it's not my game. It's not a game I'm going right. to rush to go right. out and play. I, 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 I might play I it like, if someone suggests it. 
I like the way you how to say it it loosens how did you say it? it was like it loosens the pressure to actually perform yeah. well if you're doing <laughs> I like that I like that idea because yeah I think I think I may have enjoyed this game more if I was just like oh yeah I'm getting into it but I don't I just didn't in a two-player game it's hard for me to get into it I think it's it's easier to get into it when there's at least three or four people around the table yeah I'm, I'm not doing well because I'm just a stupid goblin <laughs> <laughs> It's not me. It's my stupid goblin brain. Um, um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so that so that's Harbor. It's def. It, if if it is your type of game, it does lend itself quite well to taking out. It is more intense focus than you might expect. So conversation over the top of the game will be um, not quite as free and loose as a lighter game. But uh, if it's if it's something that's up your alley, then uh, this would be a good one for for throwing in a bag and and taking out, and you can play two to four. Ideally, the two. Alex and I wouldn't know. <laughs> we've only played the two, so um, take everything we've said with a grain of salt. And if you disagree with us, that's totally cool. That's perfectly um, fine. And if you want to tell us how wrong we are, you can reach out to us in a couple different ways. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Chits and Chat. Chits and chat. There we go. Uh, you can also reach out to us on our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com. Yeah, there is a Chits and Chat page under the main page. And, and our page, we have a comment form you can fill out and send us a, a comment and we'll read it and we'd love to hear from you so if you have any comments let us know or any games you want us to include or games that we have uh included and we're totally off base about harbor could be the one where we get all the, the responses uh the the anger the anger responses i don't know but uh yeah we'd love to hear from you guys so go ahead and reach out to us uh until then we will be reviewing some more or playing some more games and be back at you guys next week with another review. So we will catch you then. Ahoy hoy. <laughs>